Thanks for coming. Um, we started this back in 2010, and uh, we're going to do it at least until 2020. Uh, oh, who does not have a set of notes? Raise your hand if you do not have one, and uh, Ben will get it to you. I don't think this whole front row has it here. Thanks, Ben. Okay, well, every year when we do this, we, uh, we always um, have each church give a report on uh, how the year's gone to kind of catch us all up with each other. And uh, so uh, let's go ahead and, uh, which, which church should we start with? Let's start with JCF. Uh, Thomas, I think, I think you've got it. Are you the one who wrote it? Okay, great. Why don't you come on up and... Uh, and uh, Chad, Ben, any anytime y'all want to jump in and share anything, there is no real program. So, anything that you guys uh, want to adjust or add or whatever, feel free. In other words, if Thomas gets to talking too long, it's up to you all to set him down. I noticed I wrote like a page and a half, and Chad wrote like a paragraph. You <laughs> said more. Yeah, probably so. <laughs> yeah, Josh said I have a way of saying things that make it sound a little better than it really is. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. 2017 was another year of growth and maturation for JCF. The older families have begun to release their children into the ongoing ministry of the church, and the younger families are integrating into the flow and responsibilities of body life. We've seen modest growth, new leaders have been added to the team, and there's a sense of expectation as the new year begins. We have four home fellowships that are led by Joshua, Kurt, Rodney, and myself. These home fellowships have been growing in both maturity and size. Mark Feller and Dave Millsap have joined Kurt and Joshua to assist in their respective home fellowships. And that's been able to free Billy from many of the JCF responsibilities so he can concentrate on pastoring both churches, meaning that we've pulled him out of all the home fellowships of JCF, which is good. Recognizing <laughs> for him... <laughs> Recognizing the humility and wisdom of godly men at work as they serve our body, the leadership team at JCF has expanded to include Mark Feller, Dave Millsap, Paul Ponder, and Mike Seeson. This has added both depth and wisdom, as well as age and experience, as these men have stepped up to carry the church in service and love. This year, we made the decision to bring our Mars Hill students into our home fellowship meetings. Although we're still having youth meetings to memorize scripture and time to hang out, we're asking them to also share in the vision of caring for each other and reaching out to the lost as part of the team and the home fellowships. By the numbers, we had one birth, Titus Millsap, three commitments, recommitments to Christ, um, Josiah, Paige, and TJ. We had four CTS students, Chelsea, Olivia, Josiah, and Arthur, five baptisms, six Mars Hill graduates, and several new people that were added to the church, including TJ and Paige, obviously, and the Germans, a new family that's been added in, and several new Asbury students as well. JCF is now involved with multiple campus outreaches as well. Noah Iden and Rebecca Coburn joined Michael Seeson and Catherine Coburn attending Asbury, and Rodney Johnson and David Quo, they've been leading a home fellowship that's been focused on outreach to the Asbury community, and several new students have joined that fellowship. These meetings are hosted by those strong and beautiful women of the Maxi Discipleship House. Yeah. Uh, Micah, Hattie, and Amelia are all attending UK and BCTC, and they're still keeping their roots in JCF, uh, participating some in the stuff that's going on over there at UK. 
Meanwhile, we've got Meredith Huffman and Kyle Dunham who've moved on to campus at EKU, and they've started a Bible study with Arthur Martin. And Marilyn Campbell and Michaela Velu'u have, started, have joined them, and we really have kind of our first CF outreach to EKU campus. And we're kind of excited to see what's going on. There's some new students that are starting to show interest. We're trying to decide, we're trying to see what's really God's going to do there. So that's kind of exciting, our first kind of touch to EKU. As most of you know, Debbie Iden experienced a life-threatening illness this year. The church has rallied around the Idens in prayer and support. And I'm always overwhelmed by the depth of love and commitment this body has for one another that's really displayed so beautifully in times of need. We praise God that he healed, that God healed Debbie in such an obviously miraculous way. And, yeah. She is, uh, she's returned to the team, and she's uh, full speed now. She's part of the worship team. She's co-leading the Maxi Discipleship House. And, of course, most notably, she, spon- she sponsored that first of many Movies Under the Stars nights. As you know, many of us have been blessed by the Iden Swings Ministry at, at the camp. Their property has been used to reach a lot of friends and prospects with cookouts, bonfires, and just good old-fashioned conversations watching the sunset. So as we look towards 2018, JCF still doesn't have an up-and-coming pastor identified, but Billy will do just fine for now. Um, Please pray that God would raise up a pastor or make clear what our future needs to be. As you know, the last few years at JCF have been very pleasant, with older members finally working together in peace and unity, precious families being added, growing and vibrant campus ministries, and wonderful younger couples and singles who are catching the vision and building the church with us side by side. So now, many of our children are, who were raised in the church are stepping into ministry roles as well, and they're carrying the load with us as well. Everything is going well. So we're hoping that God will mess everything up this year and add new people in with new problems. And it really is our sincere prayer. Uh, we believe that, that our cup is full and we're ready to be poured out. May the lamb who was slain receive the reward of his suffering. Push the button? Okay. I'm glad I get credit for, I don't know what you gave me credit for, but it was really just laziness. Uh, this is my bullet-pointed my bullet pointed list, and they're really just notes for me. Um, so let me just give you, use my notes or use my bullet points to talk. Um, we, at the beginning, this time last year, we spent all our time up to Easter talking about the cross, and then through the rest of the year, in terms of sermons, we spent our time really in the Old Testament, in the books you see here. Um, We have four home groups. For a while we had five, and we will be going back to five, but we kind of folded one back in. So Jeff's home group um, planted out last semester, and this is not a, it wasn't a failure of a home group, it was just a time in their life where we realized, hey, let's, let's pull back together. And I don't know how many people remember it, but when I first planted out TCF, we spent a year out, and then we took a year or two back in. So that sort of thing uh, is pretty common. At any rate, the way I put it is we have five home group leaders, and I think I've got them on there somewhere. Yep. So myself, Patrick, Kelly, 
Ryan and Jeff. Um, Kelly, I had been in two home groups, so there's a similar theme where Billy's in no home groups uh, in JCF anymore. I was in two. I'm no longer in two. I'm just in one, and Kelly took over the one that he and I were sharing responsibility for. Our hope is obviously that um, that home group grows, and it's doing great, but it grows, splits, and we can continue to hopefully move Kelly on the track towards maybe being a future pastor. Um, of course, Patrick is ordained. Everybody was there for that. And uh, that was, I, you know, we've always said you call somebody what they are or you ordain somebody when they've been living what they are. Uh, and we're very excited about um, who the Higginbothams are and what they bring to the body. Um, yeah. Uh, during the fast, we took a night and had people share testimonies. And we've just decided as a church, this is something we're going to do maybe three times a year because those nights are phenomenal. Uh, you hear from people in the body and what they're hearing from the Lord, um, from the messages, just from their life, from their work, um, and it really ministers to the body. And so I know at the, at the end of large sections of, of teaching, uh, maybe if we've going, been going through for eight weeks through a book, we're going to start doing that a little bit more because it just ministered so much. And I, I'll just share that day I was panicking because nobody said they were going to share anything. And I was like, oh boy, this is going to be a bust. And we got there that night and the, the spirit just moved and people shared. And it was, I mean, wasn't it really good that night if, if TCFers were there? So um, at any rate, we're going we're gonna to keep that going. Um, our ladies' discipleship house moved from I don't know, they were way off campus, and now they're closer to campus, and that's been much better for campus stuff. And I actually invited our whole uh, discipleship house, not because they're all leaders, but just because I wanted to get them, give them a taste of what we're doing. Um, so anyway, all of our, uh, except Maggie, and is anybody else missing? Where's Maggie? What? Oh, Maggie's working. I have to talk to her, have to talk to her manager about that. Audrey's her manager. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, we've added some folks this year, um, and I'm really excited. We have a number of outreach situations, a number of situations where we're sharing the gospel, and those are uh, really exciting. In fact, if I were to highlight two things, I would ask everybody to pray for TCF. One is for outreach, um, and we've got some things going, but you know how the Pope has a year of the whatever? They do a year, he does a year of, <laughs> I'm not the Pope, but for TCF, it's sort of, it's sort of the year of outreach. Um, that's really going to be a, one of our major focuses this year. Um, let's see, this is not a TCF thing, but I did want to mention the Mars Hill Forum. Um, we had our first Mars Hill Forum in sort of leading up to the, to the, um, to the ballet, and it was great. We had I don't know, 200 people there. I would say 60% of them were not in the CF churches, so we're really happy with those numbers. And we just hope to build it over the years. I've already got our two speakers secured for next year. And if you go on the Facebook page, it's got them, and you can kind of look them up. It's pretty exciting. Uh, so we're looking forward to that and that building. Um, I did want to mention this. Uh, there's a church. So Kelly's got a friend who's a pastor in Ohio. He's been down here on a number of occasions. How many people remember meeting Sean and his church? He brought his whole leadership team down because he wanted to see what we were doing. 
just in terms of homeschooling and our vision as a church. And when he was here, he was crying, like cry, weeping at, at what we were doing in the hopes of bringing some of that back. Anyway, we continue a relationship with that church up there, and um, we're just excited about that because there's a lot of shared heart. Uh, there's a lot of things that we have in common, and uh, we just hope to be, to be friends and to learn from them. Uh, so hopefully, maybe we'll see them. I think uh, their eldest son, the pastor's eldest son, may be in CTS this summer. So uh, anyway, um, we had two babies added this year, the Vogels and the Lesages uh, brought two babies, which I was, we were kind of low on the baby count. Uh, I'm curious how many babies were in LCF this year. Do y'all know? Oh, it was only two. Wow, we're in a dip. We need to. I, I have a feeling it's going to be a fruit. Right, you will see what it is this time next year. Um, so I mentioned that if you were going to pray for uh, TCF, one thing would be outreach. The other thing would be um, just relational deepening. We continue to grow as a leadership team, and I'm very excited about that. But I think there's a direct corollary between our relationships on the team and our effectiveness and outreach. Um, and so those aren't opposite things, praying for deepening in our unity as a team and praying for outreach. Uh, so those would the, be the two things. I didn't list them here, but that I would ask everybody to pray for. So, so. all right. Any questions? So our UCF group is somewhat going to draft off the evangelism class. Uh, we're taking the semester and focusing on testimonies, praying for opportunities to share testimonies, um, praying for campus. Um, it's kind of like it's kind of like a big home group, and I, I don't know. We may not even meet on campus, but our focus is going to be outreach. And probably come warmer weather, we'll do some more deliberate stuff. So. All right. Um, picking up in 1 Samuel in January, Billy, Ben, Dan, and Matt took us through the remaining historical books of the Old Testament, the poetic books, and the prophets. All along the journey, we saw God working in the nation of Israel and pointing them toward the hope of Jesus. And as we begin our study of the Gospels in this new year, we've got a deeper appreciation of who Jesus is and what he came to accomplish. We also deepened our relationship with the Holy Spirit during uh, the teachings that Billy did during Easter through Passover. LCF has continued to grow both from outreach at UK and from the growth of individual families, although the birth rate in 2017 was down considerably from the peak year of 2016. We went from nine to two. Um, so we had two in 2017, Gilpin and Oatley. The Gilpins struck gold in both of those years. Um, uh, new households continued 
to be established in LCF with four weddings during 2017, and we've got at least two more slated for 2018. Uh, home fellowships continue to grow and multiply. Dan Scheffler's group split early in the year with Chris Ratliff leading the new group. That brought our total number of home fellowships to 13, and there will be soon 14 as the split of Matt Henderson's group is imminent, I understand. As the church ages, we suffer loss as well as celebrate births. LCF suffered the loss of Billy's dad, Bill Henderson, on February 27th. The church mourned this loss together, but we also celebrated a life well-lived for God. LCF celebrated the ordination of Ben as pastor in August. We praise God that he has provided us with a man with a pastor's heart to help shepherd the churches along with Billy and Chad. In addition, I was brought on staff in September <laughs> to serve as administrative elder. <laughs> I, I did not write that. Um, <laughs> thanks, Ben. <laughs> um, the camp was improved and utilized greatly during 2017. It hosted a wedding, CTS, the hot dog extravaganza, Mars Hill Camp, baptisms in the pool, and the UCF retreat. Thanks to many, many volunteers, the cabins have freshly painted foundations, the mobile home was demolished and hauled away, and we have a new volleyball court. Also in progress is a new soccer field and a new sewage system. Someday soon, we will have working toilets. Hallelujah. Um, <laughs> the camp is being directed by the three-headed monster of Billy, Kent, and myself. The camp leadership team, which also includes Dan, Kurt, Philip, Larry, Bob Piscucci, and Shane, has begun meeting regularly to plan new projects and improvements. The year was wrapped up with bang as attendance to the Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe Ballet grew exponentially from the previous year. Due to the tremendous response to the Facebook announcement, four showings were scheduled and over 4,000 people attended. In conjunction with the ballet, the first annual Mars Hill Forum was held and several book clubs were organized to discuss C.S. Lewis's works. Looking ahead, many members have signed up for Billy's evangelism class and we're excited to see how God uses that time to make more of us into fishers of men. Any questions? All right, there's, there's a little blurb on, on University Christian Fellowship down here. Uh, ben Hughes stepped in to lead UCF this past semester, and the Thursday night teachings were focused on uh, finding our identity in Christ. Um, who, who are we? Uh, and we answer that question by asking the, the question, who is Jesus? Um, oh, yeah, 100, about 100 people attended the fall retreat at the camp, and the theme was a, a review of the story of the Old Testament. We watched... A lot of those Bible project videos that uh, have been circulating and uh, also had some, some in-house teachers uh, review the, the story of the Old Testament. Uh, all the campus groups have split back into uh, their respective churches as well for the spring semester. We did that last year. And we did it again uh, this year. Okay, Emmanuel Christian Fellowship. Yes, that is the official name of the new church plant. So ECF, yeah. Yeah, it's exciting times for us. I think we're going to plant in, in 2018. So 
Um, there's not a single word that I can think of that better sums up the ground and goal of all Christian fellowship, except for Trinity, of course, but that was taken, so. Uh, the goal for us this year, this past year, has been to plant a third home group, and we are just a few months away from making this goal a reality, as my home group sends out uh, Stephen and Jackson. I, I invited Jackson to come uh, this weekend, so he's, he's an, our emerging assistant, uh, along with Stephen. He had to fill in for Jerem. He had some shoes to fill. Jerem is away for a couple years at, in Baltimore yeah, at grad school, so uh, keep him in your prayers. Baltimore is an interesting city. The Flannery Home Group remains strong and steady, much like its leader and his wife. I don't see them here. They just had a new baby. Our, current, our hope is that the current momentum will continue and we can plant as a church sometime in the spring is what we're eyeing. But, of course, those deadlines are always floating deadlines. And uh, so we hope to do that at the same time that we send out our third home group. So we'll just do that in one, one move. I had the honor of conducting the very first ECF wedding this summer. I guess it was sort of LCF, or ECF doing business as LCF wedding (laughs) this summer. Uh, Stephen and Elizabeth got married, and that was a lot of fun. Uh, By next summer, we will have doubled our number of children at least, okay? I mean, this is, we're still in the early days. Um, From 5 to 10, uh, the Oatleys just had a baby boy. Uh, Flannery's just had a baby boy. That was their second uh, we are expecting our fourth, and um, the Williams are expecting their first, and the Sweeney's are expecting their first. Uh, so it's, it's incredible. And I think that I broke some news that I should not have broken, so I ask for forgiveness. It's usually, I'm not usually the one where this information comes from, but all right. Uh, so. <laughs> I was over there sweating and Emily was going, what did you print? <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so for, for the spring semester, we're all going to, we are, uh, as like Chad, uh, we're, we're folding together as one group. Our two home groups are going to just meet together on Tuesday nights for, for home fellowship. And uh, we're just going to, that's going to be our church meeting. And we're, we're going to uh, really build, build team is our, is our theme this semester. Uh, building team and individually pressing into Jesus, uh, following Jesus. Uh, so I'm challenging each individual uh, to zealously seek God, to let him examine their heart, uh, pursue holiness, and stay accountable to grow in discipleship. That's a horribly unparalleled sentence. Um, who wrote this? <laughs> in anticipation for this next exciting and crucial step in the life of our fledgling church. Pray for us. Uh, we covet your prayers. We're just, we're, we're a little baby church, and we're vulnerable, and we're exposed. Um, so we need a lot of prayer. Thank you. Any any questions or comments? Uh, the latest idea is just find a room on campus. Uh, we can do business as University Christian Fellowship. We, we can we can wear that hat as well. So, yeah.
don't know that I can explain exactly what the vision is behind that or the reason is behind it. Can you, can you explain it to me? Yeah, uh, and you can chime in if you want, Chad. But so UCF is a shared ministry. Um, each student has a church body. So UCF is the campus presence of four churches. Um, and so for this semester, we are just each campus group, each church's campus group, uh, the idea is that they just fold back in with their... They, they, there's no joined, combined uh, University Christian Fellowship ministry. There's just each church having a campus ministry. So that would facilitate them connecting back up to their church campus by just separating out the different... Yeah, as we grow, um, the the monolithic combined group can't do really everything that each church needs to do on campus, especially when it comes to outreach. To do outreach with that big of a group is really hard to do it in the way that we do it, um, one-on-one. And, and so, yeah, uh, Billy is reconnecting a lot with the, the LCF group, and that hasn't happened really for a while. I mean, he's personally touching on their lives, uh, which doesn't happen when it's all sort of the big UCF. Yeah. And same with JCF. I, I understand you guys are doing uh, some different outreach ideas. That wouldn't apply to all the the three other churches. Yeah. Yeah, the, the other thing is, uh, well, in addition, well, the same thing but said a different, well, anyway. Um, so one of the things that happens when you're having a campus outreach is it's it has its own life. Uh, but I think all three pastors realized that, that there's certain things going on within the church that needs to be brought into focus in the life of those students. And so it's a time for the pastors to actually pastor uh, those, those college students. And uh, I was just going to say, too, we have this theory that if we didn't put all the energy into a lot of the bigger things, but maybe just hit campus every year as these smaller special forces teams, we would see just as much fruit. Um, so there's that thought, too. Kind of the philosophy of our church is applied to our campus outreach. Good. Is there anything else we need to mention? Any any news to catch up on before we spend a, a little time worshiping God, or a lot of time? Or anybody got any questions about anything in general? Um, I, I'll I'll go ahead and fill the time while you're thinking, and then we'll we'll worship if nobody has anything. But uh, let me let me just mention the two things that I'm doing. Um, one. We're doing this evangelism class. It's a it's a four month, uh, yeah, four months. The first eight weeks are geared at, and I, I share this because all of our home fellowship leaders are here. Uh, the first four weeks, the first eight weeks are geared to help people really go deeper in their foundations and make sure that uh, they they've got a real life of prayer and Bible study to disciple people into. I didn't want to take people into evangelism, you know, so that, uh, you know, a lot of people are sort of the say, well, yeah, I, I think I'm pretty saved. Well, I could pray more, and while well, I'm trying to find my place in the church, I didn't want to add in, yeah, I, I should do more evangelism to that. Uh, I, I wanted people to get to the place that they, they're like, I'm pretty satisfied with my prayer and study. Uh, I'm, I'm plugged into my home fellowship, and I'm ready. 
And so I gave the option for people to do a, an alternative class, which is going to be uh, 12 months of accountability, just once a month getting together with the people who want to take the class, but they realize that maybe now is not the time to do it, and they want to do it beginning the same time next year. And it's interesting, the first four people I talked to after the class, three of them said, I, I'm going to do it next year. Um, and that's good. Uh, I think a lot of times, you know, we just add more information on that we can't, can't fulfill. And so I think this is going to be a great year. So if you're a home fellowship leader and you had someone sign up and they're not signed up now, be sure to pull into them and help them cultivate those areas of life. Uh, we'll be doing accountability once a month, uh, but it's certainly up to you to, to facilitate uh, helping them get to the place that, that uh, they just have their daily prayer and reading their Bible and they have their own relationship with God that they want to pass on. So the other thing we're doing, though, is um, we're doing uh, a class, uh, spending time together with men who feel they may, uh, well, who would like to be an elder or a deacon. It's not training that's going to graduate and then you become an elder or a deacon. It's just anyone who says, you know, I want to have my life together to the point uh, that I can find myself in that place as I get older. And so I think we have about a dozen folks that are going to do that. And that will start right after the evangelism. They're doing the evangelism, then they'll do that. I plan on running these classes every year until 2020. So if you'll stop and think about it, you'll understand the strategy. We're going to really work on evangelism. And we're going to really work on producing leaders. Which means we're really going to work at planting churches. And so here's the one thing out of all that. Pardon me? Yes. As with all of our dates. <laughs> Why? Yeah, there's some reason you ask that question. Yeah. Well, actually, to be honest, for me, until I'm 65, I'm 62, so I'm thinking three more years. Yeah. So it's through 2020. <laughs> What's this do? This is one of our Mars Hill teachers. <laughs> Okay, um, so here is the one thing I would like to ask everybody to pray for and to remember is that uh, of all the things we do, the very, the very, I can't even say it's the hardest thing to do. Uh, the thing that hasn't happened as much is coming up with uh, pastors. Uh, I am really asking God to open that up for us. Uh, I don't like... I can't say it's the hardest thing to do because it, it really is something that God does. Um, and, you know, for some reason that has not happened. You know, we've not flourished with pastors. I think I know why. Uh, I don't think we needed to flourish with pastors. Uh, but at some point, uh, there will be that need. And so be praying about how we identify how God reveals to us and how that comes to pass. Um, I am so amazed with the two guys that God uh, has, has given me to work with. I mean, how do you decide if somebody's a pastor? Well, it's obvious, <laughs> you know. But when it's not obvious, what do you do? And so we're just in that place, and so, so keep that in prayer. 
So we'll be working on evangelism and developing leadership over these next three years in, in a focused way. Um, Chad and Ben are going to jump in on the, the training of the elders and deacons. And so it's going to be a great year. And I think next year when we come back, you're going you're gonna to see a lot, of, a lot of depth in some people. And, and I believe, I personally believe, a lot of people added in. So uh, that, that's, my, that's my hope for the year. All right. Anybody think of something that you would like to share with everybody? I'm going to do that tomorrow, if that's okay. Yeah. We'll, 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 we'll pray for Ayutla tomorrow. Anything else? All right. God has blessed us. Too late. I already started. <laughs> I just wanted to ask, um, I was thinking back to our last meeting. I think it was the last 2020 meeting when you had that list of responsibilities you are going to ask people to help with. It wasn't that a 2020 meeting? You guys remember what I'm talking about? Yes. I just wanted to find out how that was going. <laughs> There's a list to see if, I think the idea was we needed to have guys stepping up. Yeah, the only place we're having trouble is uh, I forget who it was that stepped up to do Mexico. That, that, that guy's been <laughs> kind of hard to pin down. Yeah. No, I, uh, I can say this. this. This year has been a vacation to me. I, I've just been amazed at how, uh, how free I've been to be with people. That is what I was suffering in, and I've, I've just had a wonderful year of being with people. So I, I don't know, I don't know what that stuff was, but I haven't been doing it. Okay. <laughs> You're happy, I'm happy. I do know Tom and Ben look kind of ragged. <laughs> they may not be happy. No, I, I can say this. I, um, I think it's in process to, uh, you know, over the next three years, really transition because a lot of stuff centered in Billy, and, and you can't just walk away from it and say, "All right, I'm done." It's a it's a transition and a a succession process, and I, I think I think we're on good pace for the next three years. I think we have clear vision. Um, I'd say pastors is a, is a big need um mars hill i think is is pretty well taken care of uh you know people in the pipeline and uh, teachers and people to really carry that um there's mexico i forget everything that was on the list but i think for each big area uh it's it's a it's a process but it's it's a forward moving process
questions or any other phrases? All right, well, LCF has already matched last year's number of births. So uh, we're excited about that. At least. At least. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we've had three already <laughs> this year. <laughs> we'll catch it. Who's got, who's got a, a new home fellowship assistant this year that you brought with you? Will, will you tell us about that? So the seasons have been with us uh, for, for quite a few years with JCF and everything. And they, um, so they have personally been walking out life with Kathy and I and with uh, Paul and Melissa. And um, in this last year in particular, um, they have said, okay, we need to take care of people. What do we need to do? Uh, and they've been very vulnerable, very open, very uh, willing to be corrected um, and willing to speak into our lives and correct us. And it's been a really good relationship. And so, uh, you know, when we think about, you see what a person's, you see what a person's doing, you see how they're operating already, uh, they're assistance to us. So we, um, we're looking for um, probably one other person to come up to that. And then I think our home fellowship will be talking about, you know, planting Maybe by the end of the year, we'll see. I don't put timelines on that kind of stuff. But the seasons have, again, they are open, honest, they receive, uh, they give, and they are laying their lives down. So uh, that's what I wanted them here for. And they're wonderful. They got uh, good kids. Uh, their kids, uh, I'm sure you all know, are also walking out life with us. And it's just been a, it, anyway, we love them. I don't know, what do I say about the seasons? They're, they're our best friends. We love them. So.
it was really easy. Um, the fellers, when they came in, um, they just immediately started to really love people and to encourage people. So uh, really, in, in my mind, they were kind of already in the community of the believers, really, and they just happened to join us. Um, the first uh, night that uh, we kind of met them, if you call it that, was that I invited them to home group, and I didn't tell them that home group was at the, um, the Dunham's because we were going to play kickball. And I forgot to tell them that, and they came to my house, and they were like, hey, where's, where's everybody at? <laughs> and so we stood them up first night, and they stuck with us. And that, is, uh, that was huge. But they are, uh, their family's priceless. Uh, they're precious people. Uh, they are, um, they're, they're really um, wells of wisdom already. I mean, they came like that. They've been walking with the Lord a long time. Uh, Mark was at, a, was that DTS down in Texas? Am I, am I saying that right? Something like that a long time ago. And Last Day Ministries, that's right. And Vi's a, a really a very awesome encourager. Uh, if you're down and out, go see Larry Williams and then go hang out with Vi. Um, their kids are awesome. I, I love their kids. They're, uh, they've, I, I mean, I can speak for all of us, right? They've been a blessing to everybody. So, um, so it's, um, it's been awesome. They're uh, sweet people, and they love God, and they're deep, um, and it's been awesome. Uh, while I've got the phone, just to be short and sweet. Um, You've always been there. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Billy. Um, I, I, I cannot stop being so thankful for, for all you people uh, sticking with Debbie. Um, it is on my mind all the time. I'm really thankful for y'all's support for my family. And I, I don't know how else to say it, but every day I am just so thankful. And um, I'm um, just amazed at the body and how much y'all loved us and how much y'all love everybody. Uh, at JCF here, I get sick of it. Because at church on Sunday, everybody, I mean, I'm ready to go, and everybody just keeps loving on everybody, and, you know. But, um, and I'm like, it's time to go. Y'all need to get out of this building, you know. Um, but... I, my, and I'm saying this in a very short way, but we are very, very grateful. Debbie and I, my boys, and even my mom. I mean, and it, it's really changed me. Um, I cannot believe how powerful our little army is. And um, I just wanted to take this time, even though we're talking about the fellers, and just say thank you all. Uh, it had been uh, very difficult to not have my wife and um and her being our community, and um, I don't know what to say, but I'm, I'm just so thankful every day, every day. Uh, I used to, just one little thing, but I used to listen to Caleb because there wasn't anything else to listen to, and since God did what he did, I have not turned it on because I've had a song on my heart every day, every day. I, I'm just so grateful. I'm thankful to the Lord, and I'm so grateful for the body and all, all that y'all have done from little things to big things, and um, I'm, I'm blessed. So we're blessed, and we're very thankful. So.
she thinks in a different way, and it's a real blessing, uh, and it really is a challenge, and it's been a great uh, joy. But again, someone who uh, is given to the vision, given to us as a home fellowship, uh, and given to the body, um, she is tried, processed, been to CTS twice, uh, and uh, we love her. She's such a blessing. And yeah, I have somebody too. I thought it was just home fellowship assistance, but I brought... Uh, you all see what I yeah. Well, listen, he opened it up, okay, brother? He opened it up. I brought somebody. I brought somebody else. Aurora. Puller. She was, uh, she's a great blessing. She was actually discipled primarily by God and, and the Coburns. But, uh, but uh, I, we, re- we stole her at some point. I don't know exactly how we got in her home fellowship. She's an awesome servant. She's, she's a real helpmeet. I mean, that's the way I think of her. She just helps meet all the needs in home fellowship, make it all happen. So I really appreciate having you here. And, well, that's it. You got some money? I wish you should just talk every time we get together. <laughs> it's the best part of the meeting. Uh, <laughs> I think Matt Schaefer was here last year, and I can't remember if I introduced him or not, but um, Lee Beth is with him this time, so I would like to introduce them to everybody. Um, Matt and Lee Beth are our assistant uh, home fellowship leaders, but they will be um, leaders of the, the, the next plant, or the, the group that we're planting off. Um, so they got married this year. Um, Matt comes from Louisville, and he grew up in Southeast Christian Church, and he... Um, we met him early on at uh, probably a, a, one of the campus events, and he had a group of friends uh, that all came from Southeast, really kind of a fun, dynamic group of guys that all um, had a, you know, they had a passion for the Lord, and they all got to meet our church. I think they all um, came to UCF um, for various periods of time. Uh, but I think Matt was one of the group that really caught on to the vision of discipleship and, um, you know, radical pursuit of the Lord and community um, and uh, really, really embraced the, the vision and then joined us in our group. And we've had an awesome time together, um, experienced a lot of things together, evangelism, working with people together. And he's become a, just a, a trusted man in my home group that... Uh, I think everybody's ready to say, hey, uh, uh, serve a group, you know, lead a group. And um, he's really good in the Word. He, he studies his Bible, and he's a good teacher. So I'm excited about that. And uh, I guess, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it a weakness, but I think one of the ways that the Lord just miraculously is using Lee Beth to strengthen him is she's very strong relationally. And seeing needs, and, and just in our home group, she is one of the ladies that kind of sees what's going on relationally. Um, Matt's good at that, but he's not great at that. Uh, and so I, I'm excited, and I'm already seeing her strength in him as they learn to walk in their giftings together. Um, and so Lee Beth came from North Carolina, where uh, it's a, a redneck uh, kind of state. <laughs> so she fits in well around here. Um, 
Uh, but she, uh, maybe one of the cool things to say about her is that we all got to go to, so the, the wedding was actually in North Carolina, a lot of y'all went, but we got to meet her family and just a very precious, uh, service-oriented, loving family. Uh, she comes from a, a strong Christian background. So, uh, so they're here, and uh, at the end of the month, we'll be uh, sending them out. So that's exciting. I'm not very good at organization. Um, Josh, you'd be willing to be trained to be an assistant? Okay. (laughs) Josh, let me introduce Josh. (laughs) (laughs) Things get a little out of order in my head. Um, For about five years, Josh has been a sponge. Starting in Mars Hill, uh, he finds the guys in the church that he needs to learn from and just tries to learn from them. And uh, anyway, he's in Kelly's home group, and uh, surprise. Uh, uh, so I just commend Josh to everybody because he it really just does, he wants to learn and to find out how to do it and to live it, and so there's Josh. Um, Mike's not here, and I don't remember if I said this last year, but let me just say this about Mike and Kate. Mike's not, not here tonight, but he'll be here, I think, tomorrow. Um, most people know Mike. I don't think, it, you know, for a long time he wasn't going to church. And then he started going to church. And when he started going to church, it was reliable as the sunrise. And he wasn't taking communion. And I said, Mike, why aren't you taking communion? We talked about it, and he said, just give me some time. And when he started taking communion, it's like the sun rising. Uh, and about a year ago, I said, you willing to, to be an assistant? He said, yeah. So anyway, I would just like to say that about Mike. Uh, if you know Mike, you know he doesn't start it unless he's going to do it. And uh, so we're very excited about them as assistants. So. All right. I get to introduce my daughter-in-law. Um, my son Philip was here last year, but um, I don't think Olivia was at 2020 last year. No. Okay. Um, so Philip and Olivia got married this year, and uh, she came to our group via marriage from the Flannery Home Group, and uh, we're we're just. It's such a blessing to have Olivia in the group. I mean, Ben and Kate really poured into her a lot of really good things, and so she's brought a lot of strength and discipline um, to, to our group uh, when she came. Um, you know, Philip's kind of a dreamer. Uh, Olivia is very pragmatic. They're a great couple together. They uh, complement each other really well. And she's a farm girl from Indiana. And that's all you need to say. <laughs> All right, have we, uh, have we exhausted the, the oh yeah 